Al-Bayan Radio presents the following Friday khutbah from Masjid Al-Azhar, Bilmo, asking Allah that it serves as a benefit for all. In alhamdulillah, nahmuduhu wa nasta'inuhu wa nasta'gfiruhu wa natubu ilayh wa na'udhu billahi min shuroori anfusina wa min sayyaati a'malina man yahdihillah falamudilla lah wa man yudlil falahadiya lah wa ashadu an la ilaha illa Allah wahdahu la sharika lah وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله قال الله تعالى بعد أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون ثم ما بعد When we entered the month of Ramadan most of us had a certain expectation that we're going to achieve something and throughout the month we made a lot of improvements within ourselves. The reality is, is that we're not going to get 100% just by fasting one month. But most of us, we achieve 10, 20, 30, 50, maybe even 95, maybe even 99% of what we want to achieve. And whatever effort we put in, we realize that subhanAllah, things are not as difficult as we perceive them to be Meaning We said that we're going to leave off Smoking We left off smoking We said we're going to come pray in the masjid we, we prayed in the masjid We said we're not going to involve ourselves In so, certain haram actions And we avoided them We improved ourselves in many ways We got closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala But the work doesn't stop when Ramadan ends Ramadan is only supposed to be like a boost. Give you that sort of motivation to show you that, yeah, you know what, you can do it. And at the same time, Ramadan is a time where we can clear our wrongdoings. We can get forgiveness from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That when Ramadan is finished, now we start a new page. A clean slate. And now it's upon us that we do this slate or this clean book that we have now, this record, if we've achieved forgiveness from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in this month, what are we going to do with it? Are we going to corrupt it? Are we going to destroy it? The day that Ramadan finishes, the day we have our Eid, or the day after we have our Eid, we go back to our normal ways? Or are we going to be very careful what we put into this heart? Once it's been cleansed and cleaned, are we going to be very cautious of what deeds we're going to do? That we're going to fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That we're going to know that if we're able to do it in a month of Ramadan, then we're able to do it in any other month. And a person should reflect on himself and say, okay, what type of person was I before Ramadan? And the reality is that a lot of people were not good people before Ramadan. Had many shortcomings. You don't find many people saying, you know, Ramadan came and going, and it was just the same thing for me. I was fasting, praying, qiyam, giving sadaqah anyway. The only thing is I fasted extra days. You don't find many people say that. You don't find many people say, you know what, my ibadah, my everything sort of didn't change in Ramadan. It just sort of kept the same. You don't find many people say that. If anything, if we died outside or before Ramadan, we'll be in a worse situation if we were to pass away right now. The reality is before Ramadan, some of us were the worst of the worst. Some of us, subhanAllah, we were in so much sin and so much evil that if we were to die and meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in that situation, it would not be good for us. 
But in Ramadan, we had a change. Each of us achieved a different level. Like I said, some 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, whatever. But whatever it is, I guarantee, whatever you achieved, it's better than where you were just before Ramadan. You're a better person. You're more patient. You have more fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You're more aware of your surroundings. How many people, subhanAllah, they say, you know what? When Ramadan came, you know, the arguments that I have with my wife or my parents, I, I don't argue. I didn't argue. And when you didn't argue, the question is, what did you achieve? I read Quran. I came to the masjid. I done actions of ibadah. I gave sadaqah. I reflected upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I reflected upon my deeds. I reflected upon who I am and what I need to do. So don't go back to those things that shaitan uses to distract you from these beautiful actions of worship. Then it comes to Eid. See, the Prophet wasallam, the way he will go about Eid is not a day of just, you know, praying and, and, and you know, feeding some poor and that's it. No, no, no. Eid is, is much more than that. More than what you can imagine. See, anniversaries, birthdays, New Year's, whatever it may be, people put so much effort into these days and that really they mean nothing. That's the reality. Behind them, there's nothing. No one cares. Really. If you call someone on the other side of the world, say, hey, today's my birthday, no one cares. My, no one cares. It's something... That some people just take as sacred as or personal. But really, there's nothing behind it. Eid, what is it? It is loved by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And it's a celebration that Allah has commanded you to celebrate. Has told you to celebrate. And on top of all that, the Prophet showed us how to celebrate it, that we go pretty much all out. What does that mean? We go outside, we pray Eid outside. Not in the mosque. The mosque, the house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we leave this and we go outside. And we celebrate. And the woman that's even in her menses, she also comes outside and she celebrates. And yes, there's food. Yes, there's celebration. Yes, even time the Prophet ﷺ, the children used to sing and used to enjoy Eid. They used to celebrate. They used to give. They used to give, you know, to the children. They used to give to each other presents, gifts. They used to wear their best clothes or the new clothes. You know, getting new clothes. Or wearing the best coat is part of the sunnah. They used to put perfume on. Smell the best. Look the best. Get a haircut. This is all part of celebrating. Why? Because you're coming out of it like fresh. And it's a celebration that you've achieved something. See, subhanAllah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala always rewards the person after the deed. After the deed. After our deeds, we reward with paradise. With jannah. We don't get a paradise and then have to do our deeds. No. We have to do the work first. Then we get the reward. And you know what? You're not going to get a reward if you don't put the effort in. Look at the Eid of Islam. After fasting a whole month comes Eid. After Hajj, there's Eid. There has to be a action, a deed before it. And then, once it's achieved... Then the celebration starts. And don't withhold on celebration. Some people go eat prayer and they just go straight to work. What about your family? That's oh, alright. Or take them for a drive later. It's a celebration. It's a time 
to be happy. It's a time that يعني, you're celebrating your forgiveness from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You're celebrating the month that the Quran was revealed. You're celebrating that you've ticked off one of the pillars of Islam, which is fasting, which is your psalm. You've celebrated that you're staying away from the haram and evil. You're celebrating that inshallah you enter through the door of fasting on the day of resurrection because of your fasting. You celebrate so many actions. Laylatul Qadr, you celebrate so many things, the blessings and the mercy that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given you in this month. And you don't celebrate it alone, you celebrate it with the community and you celebrate it with your family. So yes, it's time to be happy, time to celebrate. Not withhold back on celebration. We can go out all out on anything else that doesn't make sense or does not fit with the Islamic principle, but when it comes down to Eid, it's okay, it's only Eid, no. This is the most important day, or one of the two most important days, where a person, Bifrah, he celebrates on this day, and he also reflects on his actions, on his needs, and moving forward. In saying that, aside note, a lot of people are in a point of confusion, Eid, today, tomorrow, when, what's going on, what's happening, whatever. This is nothing new, and it's always existed. They even existed, subhanAllah, during the early generations. We normally advise, obviously, the brothers and the sisters to always refer back to people of knowledge, people of alam, and make your decision based on, obviously, the person or the sheikh or the imam that you trust. But the most important thing is, don't say, brother, you're wrong and you're wrong and you're right and you shouldn't have done this day and you shouldn't have done that day. If you had done Eid today, Eid Mubarak, that's great, that's fantastic. This is Eid, this day is Eid for you today. And if you've done Eid tomorrow, then the same thing. But the worst thing is not getting why and how come and how this and this, this and they done this and who done that. That's not important. It's Eid. Celebrate. One day is not gonna one day is not gonna break a ummah. One day of separation is not gonna break a ummah. Alhamdulillah, or the ummah is strong and they'll continue to be strong. And at the same time, like we said, you can't blame someone for being wrong or for being right. At the end of the day, this is your Eid, this is your celebration. If someone is a it's not a major problem that a person turns around and says, you're wrong. And then subhanAllah, like we said, shaitan starts, subhanAllah, as soon as Ramadan finishes, shaitan starts to work. Because now it's no longer about celebrating, it's about arguing and debating. People spend hours and hours and hours and hours in the morning. From Fajr up to now, even they're still talking. And you know what the reality is? And the funny thing is, he's not going to change it. It's like someone gets in a car accident, right? He gets out and starts arguing with a guy. You hit my car. He goes, no, you hit me. No, you hit me. No, you hit me. No, you hit me. This is beyond you now. You need an investigation and a whole, it might be months and months and months before you find out who's wrong and right. But there's no point in sitting there and arguing while all the traffic is being, you know, built up behind you and you're just sitting there saying, but you hit me, but you hit me, but you hit, it's your fault, it's your fault, it's your fault. you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong. At the end, someone's going to come out and say, listen, both of you get out, get out of the way. <coughs> you're stopping us moving forward. You're stopping the traffic. Likewise, the ones that sit there, you're right, you're wrong, you're wrong, you're right, you're right, right, right. You're stopping the ummah, the community, moving forward in celebrating this blessed day, this blessed month. That is the purpose. At the end of the day, Eid is going to be celebrated. It's going to be enjoyed. It's going to be fun. It's going to be enjoyed for the kids. Imagine the young kids sitting there going, what's going on? I don't know. I've struggled fasting this whole month. and." Uh, What's going on? I just want to celebrate my Eid. Because parents are still arguing about it, still fighting about it. And sometimes you find one week later, come okay, in, still the same thing. It's not your concern. 
Subhanallah, this is on the neck of the ones that are in, in a position of responsibility and their decisions that they've made. And I tell you that they, especially subhanallah, the, the, the Mashaykh of Ahlul Sunnah al-Jama'ah have only made decisions based on the Quran and the Sunnah and at the same time according to clean and pure intentions. And that's all that's concerning to us. For someone that decides something else, then may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reward you. Again, you're not blameworthy. Meaning, we don't blame you. We don't hold you to account. And people fighting and this and that. That's not important. It's Eid. It's time to celebrate. Today or tomorrow. Eid Mubarak to all our brothers and sisters. 